Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. And go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. This is At The Window on the Sports Grid TV Network. I am Sean Guastamacchia. Drew Martin is off today. I will be sitting solo here for the next hour. Pete Futek, College Football News, as he does every Friday, will join me in about 35 to 40 minutes from now. Run down the college Football Week 12 action. Can't wait for that with Pete. Also, the uh, college football playoff rankings as well. See if he has anything to say about Alabama being fifth in the latest polls with Georgia fourth. But we begin, I don't know, there was a little event last night in uh, pro football that I think most people want to hear about and talk about. And uh, the NFL has ruled Miles Garrett suspended indefinitely, at least for the Final six games of the regular season this year, including the postseason, if the Cleveland Browns are fortunate enough to make it to uh, the postseason in the NFL. They are now 4-6 and six after a 21-7 to seven win over the red-hot Pittsburgh Steelers. They dropped to 5-5 five and five on the year, but no one wants to talk about that. No one cares about the game, which was impressive from the Cleveland Browns' point of view. Because, well... Mason Rudolph, four interceptions. Uh, you know, I guess how impressive was that? He stinks. Not playing well for the Steelers. But no one's talking about that because Miles Garrett did the unthinkable. And last night, did not watch the game, but I, I was on the under, 41 and a half. The total there uh, came in, uh, and a lot of Joe Public was on. The Steelers went the Browns' way, so congratulations to the people who won that uh, game last night. The Steelers were... Uh, they're uh, three points, uh, so uh, they wind up losing by two touchdowns to the Steelers, so congratulations to people who were on the Browns. But talking about the incident, the altercation, the fight that broke up, uh, bro- bro- broke out, the brawl with eight seconds left in the game, you guys saw it, right? Miles Garrett hits Mason Rudolph. Go, they go to the ground, get into a little scuffle. Mason Rudolph tries to take Miles Garrett's helmet off, unsuccessful, then Miles... Uh, uh, gets uh, Mason Rudolph's helmet, yanks it off his head, takes it, uses it as a weapon, and tries to just annihilate my- Mason Rudolph with it, chopping down with with heavy force. Hits Mason Rudolph in the head, but it wasn't with enough force. And luckily, thank God, because we would be, we would be talking about something totally different today. And he would definitely would have been arrested had he connected with force. He did connect, but not with enough force to do damage. And the NFL ruled properly in, in the indefinite suspension for Miles Garrett. I thought eight games would be enough. I wanted I wanted the NFL to send a message, and we don't know yet. It's just six games right now. It could lead to more. Uh, but uh, as of right now, it's six games, the final six games of the regular season. But I've never seen anything like that. And, and you, you watch people who have played the game for longer than I've been watching the game. They haven't seen anything like that in a live game in the National Football League. A player taking a, a helmet and trying to uh, use it as a weapon. And so rightfully, Marquise Pouncey, who the NFL suspended for three games, went ballistic, went after Garrett, 
tried to stomp him out on the ground, was throwing punches, which isn't wise because Garrett had a helmet on, right? How much damage are you going to do? But in that moment, Pouncey's not thinking properly. He's looking like, I have to help my quarterback, my defenseless quarterback, does not have a helmet on, and this dude, Miles Garrett, is trying to do some damage, right? I mean, I'm not going to go as extreme and say he's trying to end his life, although, I mean, if he connected with force, it, it's scary to think what might have happened. Luckily, he was not successful in that, Miles Garrett, but I don't know what the hell Garrett's thinking there in that moment. I mean, after all, it's my, uh, Mason Rudolph. You're not in trouble right there. I mean, he's not a threat to a six foot four, two hundred and seventy pound defensive end, right? Especially with the lineman in between them. Uh just he just lost his mind. And that's what he said after the game. Just lost his uh Miles Garrett did uh just lost his mind there for a brief minute. And but Pouncey, I love the reaction from Pouncey. Good for him sticking up for his quarterback. And I think three games is way too much. He's going to appeal. It's probably gonna get chopped down to two. The Steelers need him. Pouncey's one of their better uh, offensive linemen. They're in the hunt. They're 5-5 five and five in, uh, in the AFC hunt. And so, so are the Browns, 4-6. and six. It's not crazy that they could get out of this hole that they were in at 2-6. and six. They beat the Buffalo Bills. They beat the Pittsburgh Steelers, two teams that were hot with winning records. Now Baker Mayfield, two-game winning streak, 4-6. and six. They have the Bengals twice still on the, on the um, schedule, going to play the Dolphins as well. Look, the, the Browns are in it. They are in contention right now. They're battling the Bills, a team that they beat. Bills are 6-3. and three. Also battling the Oakland Raiders, Kansas City Chiefs. If, if you want to uh, put them both in, in the mix there, Chiefs are at 6-4 and four in the AFC. Oakland Raiders 5-4. and four, And then you have the Colts at 5-4. and four, And they're right there. It's the Titans are 5-5. Five and five, The Jaguars are 4-5. Uh, and five, And there you have the Browns at 4-6. and six. So there are a lot of teams in the mix in the AFC. And the Browns are definitely now contenders. But they're going to have to go the rest of the season without Miles Garrett who was an idiot, stupid, dumb, and I don't think, however, he should be charged with assault. I think that's a little bit too far. You know, I understand that if this was in the on the streets and this happened, that that would definitely be the case. And if you did read the message from Mason Rudolph's agent, Tim Younger, he said all options are still on the table. Now, nah, I just think that that's, that's agent speak, right? Just what is he going to do? He's going to come out. He wants to keep the pressure on Miles Garrett. Uh, there and, and try to get as much leverage as he possibly can there. Um, but I do not think assault charges are coming down the pike. We'll see what happens. But the NFL ruled quickly. They didn't wait till 4.30, 5 o'clock, right, on a Friday dump. They wanted to send a message, and they did. Each organization fined $250,000. Garrett is going to be suspended without pay for the, for the rest of the year. So it's a substantial... Uh, suspension, but that's crazy. It's just crazy that that's what happened in a football game. Uh, Garrett, too, a, a prolific player, having a good year at defensive end, number one overall pick a couple of years ago from Texas A&M. He's the guy who goes after Mason Rudolph like that. I mean, it takes that little to lose your mind. I mean, maybe there is something to these stupid combine questions that they ask every year. You know, those dopey questions that they're like, what does that have to do with anything? Trying to get under the skin of these prospects to see how they react because they don't want to draft a guy who will take very little to get them to react in a, in a way that Garrett reacted on the football field on Thursday night. Craziness in the National Football League, but big win for the Browns. They're in the mix to make the playoffs in the AFC. Mike Trout wins another MVP. Gets it over Alex Bregman. Why it was wrong. That's next here on At The Window. 
Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Back in at the window here on the Sports Grid TV network. Want an edge? Get on the grid. Sports Grid. I am Sean Guasamacchia. No Drew Martin today. He is off to a bachelor party, I believe, south of the border, as he uh, explained yesterday. So we'll welcome him back next week. But we have a football Friday to get to. A couple of NFL games before I, I rant about Mike Trout winning another MVP in Major League Baseball, uh, yeah, uh, Buffalo Bills at the Miami Dolphins, right? Dolphins, if you heard uh, Teddy Covers on Wager Talk right before us, uh, we go on every day, 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern time right here on the Sports Grid TV network. They've covered five straight games ATS. They're six and a half, right? Underdogs. The Bills are favorites on the road in Miami. Fitzpatrick expected to play. He's a starter now. No more Josh Rosen. Doing his magic, as they like to say. Bills coming off a horrible loss at the Cleveland Browns. Uh, just a bad offensive display. Their run defense is leaky, not uh, holding up against the run. Do not think Lodge can hurt them there in this uh, football game. But the Dolphins are a team that's been covering. So do they continue the streak? I think they do. But I think the Bills win this game. Hauschka gets revenge from missing that field goal to tie it last week, the 53-yarder, which was screwed up by Sean McDermott, just not great time management there. They were playing for the field goal, which was a mistake. As it turned out, they they played for a 53-yard field goal, just terrible clock management by Sean McDermott down the stretch there. Um, Josh Allen needs to play better, needs to step up for the Buffalo Bills, but they, they should get this win, but I like the Dolphins to cover that 6.5 there in that game. 
Dallas Cowboys at the Detroit Lions. It's now seven on the FanDuel Sportsbook. The Cowboys favorite. No Matthew Stafford in this game. He is going to be out, so he does not get to play against his hometown team. He's from the Dallas, Texas area. Did go to Georgia, though, but he's from Dallas area. Uh, as you guys know, played Little League Baseball with uh, Clayton Kershaw. Um, Seven-point spread. Dallas in desperate need to bounce back. Have not been playing great football Seven is an awful lot, but backup quarterback, think they get it done, even though they're on the road in Detroit in that game. Interesting game here. Texans at the Ravens. Ravens rolling one of the better teams in the AFC. Lamar Jackson, MVP candidate right now, along with Pat Mahomes. Got to put Deshaun Watson in there as well. That's why it's such a great matchup. Deshaun Watson against Lamar Jackson. The Ravens favorite right now, four and a half, 51 and a half on your total in this game. Should be a duel between the two of the better quarterbacks in the National Football League. Can the Texans and Romeo Crennel, the Bill Belichick disciple, slow down Lamar Jackson? That's intriguing. Without their star, J.J. Watt, in this game, will he spy him? Will they have a spy for the spy? I was reading a couple articles on that. Romeo Crennel, Belichick couldn't do it. Couldn't slow him down. Romeo Cornell, will he have better success? Don't think it's going to happen. I like the Ravens to cover this game four and a half at home. They're going to continue to roll. Greg Roman in that offense, all the tra- all the tricks coming out. Even RG three getting some play um, in, in the ball game last week. So I think they'll continue to roll. I like them to cover the four and a half in that game. New York Jets at the Washington Redskins. The Redskins, Dwayne Haskins, favored by two and a half in this game. Can you believe it? I think the Jets are the better football team. They're banged up all over the place. A lot of uh, players are going to be out, out, miss some time in this game. Darnold should play, and that's important in this game. Plus two and a half now, FanDuel Sportsbook. Jameson Crowder, revenge game, right? Remember, he played for the Redskins all those years, misutilized there. Let's see. He should have a big game for the New York Jets. I think they roll, and they uh, definitely two and a half points they're uh, uh, getting in this game against the lowly Washington Redskins. Really, I'm taking that. One more game before we get to Mike Trout and his MVP win, uh, his third of his career. Patriots at the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, now, the Patriots, three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road, Lincoln Financial Field. Carson Wentz against Tom Brady. Ten, uh, 45 is your total in this game. Uh, don't like this game at all. I'm not going to play it. Uh, I, I can see it going either way. Eagles much better as of late. Five and four in the NFC East division, battling with the Dallas Cowboys. Patriots, though, I, I've been saying this all year long. Not as good as their record indicates. That This team is not the typical Tom Brady, Bill Belichick teams of the past. Look, they were exposed against the Baltimore Ravens. Yes, they're eight and one on the year. And they've handled their business. 4-0 at home, 4-1 on the road. Eagles, on the other hand, they are 3-1 at home, 2-3 on the road. Um, have won two in a row. And, and the Patriots coming off that loss against the Baltimore Ravens. In this tough one, if i got to lean one way or the other, I'm going to go with the Eagles. Give me the three and a half points in that game. More Week 11 matchups a little bit later on. But I want to get to Mike Trout. Winning his third MVP in the AL, just 28 years old, of the Anaheim Angels, uh, edges out Alex Bregman, and their war wins above replacement. Very close, 8.6 to Trout, 8.5 to Alex Bregman's uh, war in this game. Now, in, in this on the season, 
the um, total was 17 first place votes to 13 for Alex Bregman, and then uh, the reverse for the second place votes as Bregman got uh, 17 versus 13 for Mike Trout. Mike Trout continues to pile up the hardware, right? The individual accolades. But where it counts is with the team and, and getting to the postseason. And why has Mike Trout and the Anaheim Angels been so lousy just on the baseball field as a team? Mismanagement all over the place there. And they have Joe Madden now, Chicago Cubs manager for all those years. He is now taking over there. I would have Brad Ausmus, Mike Sosha. Hasn't worked out there in Anaheim. Mike Trout has not played meaningful September games in how many years? Since, what, 2014? The one and only time Trout was in the playoffs. And what did he do? He was like one for 13, one for 14 in postseason play. To me, you, you award the MVP to the most valuable player. And Trout has all of the sexy numbers. He led the AL with 45 home runs this year on base percentage, 438. Great, fantastic war, fantastic. But when it counts the most, he's not there. When he, he missed September, was injured, didn't play the games, didn't matter anyway. The, the Angels were out of it. He's not playing pressure-packed uh, games in September. And to me, when it's that close, when you got a guy, it's close uh, on a winning team, as Alex Bregman was, he should be your AL MVP. Now, as far as Trout's concerned, one of the most boring athletes of this generation, right? Uh, Kawhi Leonard could be put up there. He's, he's a great comp, right? Um, but Kawhi Leonard at least has some success, right? NBA Finals MVP. He has the hardware with three NBA championships. Trout has nothing. And he is the face of baseball, like it or not. And he... Does not like it. Does not go out and promote the baseball game, right? He's never in the home run derby. Doesn't do it for the fans. Uh, never wants to put himself out there and promote the game. And for that, baseball is a big loser, right? Because the, the face of their league is a guy with no personality and reluctant to get out there and promote the game, promote himself. And for that, uh, baseball is a loser. But as far that has nothing to do with the MVP voting. It should have went to Alex Bregman. Why? Because he was on a winning team, on a competitive team in September, playing meaningful September games. And that's what the, the, the award means, MVP. And the Angels, since 2017, they've done well without Trout in the lineup. Very little difference in the record with or without Trout. So hollow numbers as far as I'm concerned. He's the greatest player in the game, no question. But as far as MVP, should have been Alex Bregman. All right, let's get back to some more NFL Week 11 matchups, and uh, we're uh, running things down here. Bears at the Rams. Ah, you trust Mitchell Trubisky to back up his performance from last week? Rams are lousy, though. Their offense really hurting Todd Gurley, not the same um, player that he once was. Can they squeak out a victory at home against a great defensive team like the Bears? I think they can. Six and a half, way too much for my liking. I'm going to pass on this game. 40 is the total in this game. It's it's a really, really interesting to see a total that low for Jared Goff, Todd Gurley football team, right? Sean McVay-led football team. But their offense is not the same this year. So 40 is an interesting total. One other game, Chiefs at the Chargers. That's in Mexico City. Um, that's on Monday night. We'll talk more about that. But uh, it's in Mexico City, so that's why I wanted to highlight the game. Mahomes against Rivers. Chargers need this game, 4-6. and six. Uh, Chiefs coming off a loss there, 6-4 and four to the Titans for... Uh, Charge, uh, Chiefs are favorite in that game. I like the Chiefs to cover. All right, more to do when we come back. College football. We'll look at that 
on At The Window. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this show can get a deposit bonus of up to $500. Here's how it works. Create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, make a deposit, place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it with a 50% bonus of up to $500. This offer is eligible for all users, plus new users will get a risk-free bet of up to $200. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See the website for details. And we are back in, or I am back in, Drew Martin off today. He'll be back next week on At The Window on the SportsGrid TV network. Zumo TV, channel 719. Stir and also Pluto TV coming next week. We will uh, launch that next Tuesday, November the 19th. Looking forward to that as well. I am Sean Guasamaki. You can follow me on Twitter at underscore Sean G. And Let's talk a little college football. One of the most intriguing games on the slate this week. No, not Auburn, Georgia. No, not uh, Minnesota, Iowa. No, not even Michigan, Michigan State. All great games, and I'm looking forward to them all. UMass at Northwestern. Yes, this is a battle of two of the worst teams in all of FBS. There's 130. And UMass happens to have the worst defense by far, giving up 53 points Per game, over I mean, 500 yards per game. They can't stop anyone. Just so happens. Northwestern, one of the worst offensive teams in all of FBS. However, last week against Purdue, they did not win, no. But they put up 22 points, which is 
That is an offensive explosion for the Wildcats. Not only that, 435 total yards for the Wildcats, 184 passing yards. Aiden Smith, now your quarterback there in Evanston. And not the offensive juggernaut of the Ohio State Buckeyes or the Oklahoma Sooners. Oklahoma Sooners, number one offensive in all of FBS, led by Jalen Hurts. But this game, and I'm looking at it right now, expect Northwestern to put up some points. The spread, 41. Northwestern is favored in this game. Total, 56.5. Guys, bet the over. It's going over 56.5. UMass, they can't stop anyone, even the lowly Northwestern Wildcats. I think their offense, they hit on something last week against Purdue. As I said, 435 total yards. They're going to continue to roll. And and this is a great opponent to roll over. It's the UMass Minutemen. The Wildcats will get their second win. Will they cover the 41 points? I think they will. But I think the better bet, guys, is the over 56 and a half in this game. And I'm sure I'll talk about it tomorrow noon. Uh, kickoff on in-game live right here on the Sports Grid TV network. Should be a fun one. All right, let's 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 get to the other games, right? Got to talk about my Michigan Wolverines. Michigan and, and Pete Futek will get his thoughts, and maybe a little battle here in a, in a couple more minutes. Uh, at home in Ann Arbor, 13.5-point favorites over the Michigan State Spartans coming off that terrible loss to Illinois. They were up big. Second half, Lovey Smith's crew get, comes back. Uh, in East Lansing and gets the victory. Mark D'Antonio struggling, and as I said yesterday, I think he's out after this year. You're starting to read a lot of that sediment coming out of the Michigan-Detroit area. So, will Michigan cover the 13.5 points? I think they do. Michigan's been covering as of late. Um, 13.5, two touchdowns. I'm rolling with the Wolverines in this one. 44.5 is your total less confident in that play because Michigan State just can't score against a good um, Michigan defense. Lewerke going to have his struggles. They can't run the football. It's a mess there uh, with the Spartans, and it's a rivalry game. Jim Harbaugh is going to want to lay the wood to Sparty. I like the Michigan Wolverines to cover this one, 13.5. Another noon kickoff tomorrow. One other game, and let's keep it in the Big Ten before uh, we get to the NBA and what's on the docket today. Minnesota-Iowa, let's, let's cover the big, big football game. Uh, Minnesota now on the road, undefeated. One of the uh, best seasons thus far uh, in my life lifetime. For, and they've had, uh, listen, uh, don't forget, Glenn Mason in the late 90s, early 2000s, he had that program in, in a good direction, going in a good direction. Not undefeated, not 9-0 undefeated, top 10. But they were top 25 team some years, ranked there with they have Marion Barber the third, Lawrence Maroney, if you guys remember, uh they're out there. The Eric Decker teams when he was the wide receiver, um, not great. All right. He came after those guys, but the but the Barber and the Maroney squads and uh Russell, Gary Russell, if you guys remember, another running back. They had they had a lot of great running backs there in Minnesota and Minneapolis. And so this team though, much better. I mean it's it's the most successful they've been in my lifetime, as I mentioned, but they've had better, good, decent football teams, guys. All right, Minnesota, let's get to the game. It's going to be a great one uh, in Iowa City. You know, Kirk Ferentz, physical, strong offensive line, defensive lines. They want to slug it out. It's going to be a nasty, ugly game. Just look at how they play. They lost to Penn State 17-12 to at home, right? Kind of that, That's the game I'm looking at here, uh, similar to, to, to what went down there. I would not be surprised if Minnesota... 
Plus three. You're getting three points with, with the Golden Gophers. I wouldn't be surprised if they win this game outright. They're plus 135 on the money line. 44 and a half. Your total in this one. But I like Iowa. I like Iowa in a tough, ugly game. Just with Nathan Stanley, a quarterback. Can he make enough plays on the outside to score enough to beat this Minnesota Golden Gophers team? As good or as, as physical as this team is, the Iowa Hawkeyes, I think Minnesota with the Tyler Johnson on the outside. Tanner Morgan had a great game as far as efficiency is concerned, and they can run the football as well. With Smith there in the backfield, I think Minnesota's going to score. They're going to score some points, so the total 44.5, a little apprehensive about going with the under in that one. If I'm going to guess, right, I'm going to take Minnesota on the money line. I think it's a good bet, plus 135 against the Iowa Hawkeyes. Just not your... Iowa just disappointing all year long. They did beat uh, Iowa State, another overranked uh, team, early on by one point. And, and if you remember that one, that was a great game as well in that rivalry game. Lost to Penn State, got blown out by Michigan, right? They've been disappointing this year. Even though they're ranked 20th in the nation, haven't beaten the good teams on their schedule despite that win against the, uh, Iowa State. Uh, I like Minnesota on the money line, plus 135. All right. I want to switch gears. Carmelo Anthony back in the NBA, 35 years old, the future Hall of Famer. What does he have left? I don't think he has much. Uh, not much, but can he come off the bench for 15 to 20 minutes a game and score some points, especially if he's playing with Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum? Yeah, why not? Defensively, he's still a liability. He's going to be worse than, than the last time we, we saw him with, with the Houston Rockets and the year before with Oklahoma City. He's not the player he once was, but good to see that someone's giving him a shot. He wants to play basketball. He still has enough talent where Camelo Anthony could score in his sleep. I think, you know, 35 years old, still can get it done. I think offensively he could score you a few baskets. Like I said, 15 to 20 minutes, nothing more. He'll be a good offensive weapon. But then he'll give it back on the defensive end. So 4-8, and eight, Portland struggling. It's a, the, the league minimum uh, as far as veterans are concerned. It's worth the risk. Why not? Um, but good to see Carmelo Anthony back in the National Basketball Association. But how about last night? Porzingis goes back to Madison Square Garden. The Knicks defeat their former uh, big man 106-103 to for their third victory of the year. What are the Knicks doing? They're trying to win basketball games? I thought they were going to, you know, tank again for a better draft pick. But it uh, doesn't seem to be the case because David Fisdale on the hot seat got to win some some basketball games. But what was interesting is why the Knicks fans, why boo? Why boo Porzingis? Why? Did he really want out? Do you believe Porzingis wanted out? I know that's what the narrative is and what have you. And, and Porzingis was not surprised by the booing uh, and what have you. It was excessive a little bit. But is he really the villain in all this? Do you really hate Porzingis in New York that much? I mean, I, I didn't expect a... Jumbotron tribute to Porzingis because he did nothing, if you think about it, as far as accolades are concerned, as far as team accolades are concerned here in the Big Apple. So not worth, and he wasn't here long enough. But he was the one glimmer of hope for so many years there uh, in the Big Apple. Did get hurt a lot as well. Um, I, 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 don't, I wouldn't have that reaction to Porzingis coming back to the Garden. I do not believe he wanted out. I don't I think it's a phony story. They just want to clear cap space and were concerned about his his injury history as well there and thought they were going to get Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. That's basically why. They did it. They failed. And so uh the the narrative came out that Porzingis wanted out and what have you. Uh don't believe it. Um but 
he was booed in his return with the guard. One thing that, and, and the Nets lose again, blow a double-digit um, lead there in the second half to the Nuggets. They're now 4-7 and seven on the year. So they're right there with their with my prediction, under 44.5 wins. I think it's going to come into play there, so right on that one. As for the Knicks, three wins. Need them to get over 27.5. It's looking like a daunting task there um, early on. But let's look at, at the uh, NBA slate tonight. A lot of games on on the docket here. Real quick before we get P. Futek and more into the Week 12 college football. Detroit Pistons, four-point favorites on the road. Charlotte Hornets there in that one, 20, uh, 220 and a half your total. I mean, these NBA totals are going over. A lot of scoring in the NBA. Uh, I'd definitely go that route in, in this game um, tonight. All right, uh, Indiana Pacers at the Houston Rockets. Rockets, five-and-a-half-point favorites. 225 and a half your total. Uh, Rockets coming off of a back-to-back. Don't like this game, um, but if, if I'm going to go with the team, Pacers beat up, I don't like it. I like the Rockets cover five and a half. They'll sl- start slow. Harden, Westbrook, get it going. Uh, Clint Capella out for this game, though, um, so it should be interesting to watch that. Utah Jazz at the Memphis Grizzlies, another game on the docket tonight. Seven and a half point favorites, Jazz on the road in Memphis, and, and Morant's been sensational. The rookie, uh, number uh, two overall pick, he's been great. Uh, two hundred and fourteen and a half your total in this game. I'm gonna go with the Grizzlies. As crazy as it sounds, at home plus seven and a half. Give me the plus seven and a half. But my best play tonight, I like the Celtics on the road, seven and a half point favorites against the lowly Golden State Warriors, the worst team in the NBA. There's no one left healthy enough to play for that squad. I like the Celtics to continue their winning ways. Make it nine in a row. Seven and a half. They cover this spread in the NBA. Beef Tech College Football News up next here on At The Window on the Sports Grid TV Network. Back after this break. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Welcome back into At the Window on the Sports Grid TV Network. Want an edge? Get on the grid. Sports Grid. We are on Zumo TV, Channel 719. Stir, Pluto TV coming soon. This is a great time. Uh, talk some college football. Week 12, a lot going on. Pete Futek from College Football News joins me. Drew Martin will be back next week. He is off. Pete, so you're all to myself this football Friday, Pete, and I like the Michigan Wolverines, 13.5-point favorites at home against Sparty. Do you see it a different way, Pete? No, it's, this is one of those weeks where you, you, you make the right call, and if it doesn't work for whatever reason, it's not really your fault. And that's one of them. Just because you know, I know rivalry aspect of it, and we're supposed to care about that. But Michigan's playing well. Michigan State isn't. Michigan State doesn't have the offense. Its defense hasn't been good enough. Uh, it was great against Illinois for about three quarters and then collapsed. Uh, Michigan's rested. It's all kind of there for the Wolverines to win by 14. Uh, again, if you care about the rivalry thing and that means something to you, that seems like a lot of points. But Michigan's 14 points better, and if it's not, then again, not your fault. Another game I like a lot, and I agree with everything you just said there. Uh, let's stick with uh, the Big Ten. Northwestern, 41-point favorites against the UMass Minutemen. I like the total in this one, Pete. I have it at 56.5. I like the over total in this one, even though, as, as you cover this team, you, you know you know what you're talking about there. You live in the Midwest. Northwestern, not a great offense. They did explode for 435 total yards last week in a loss to Purdue. I think they get it done. I think they put up some points for a change, and I, th- I like the over 56.5. There's a chance uh, UMass doesn't score, which is kind of the issue here. Where I hate this game. I mean, I have a personal rule where if you're going to let me wake up in the morning up 41 nothing, I will take it, uh, just because it, that's just a lot of points to give away. But UMass's defense is historically bad. It's yep. the worst in college football. It's giving up you know 63 points easily. You know, to teams like Liberty and. Uh, they're just getting roasted across the board. And Northwestern hasn't had any fun this year. Their offense has been so miserably bad. I mean, they, I, I think the stat is they haven't scored uh, 41 points in the last, like, five games or something oh, combined. God. I mean, they, they just bad. aren't good. That's bad. So, so they're going to want to just keep it going. They're going to want to rip off some points here, have some fun with this. So I don't think they're going to take it easy. I just don't know if they're actually capable of it. I don't know if. Uh, as, as bad as the UMass defense is, that's a lot of points to give away for a team that's shown nothing this year. And even when it did play against a miserable defense, it only put up 30 points in a win over UNLV. So, again, I, 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 you're right. It's the right call to pick, uh, to pick uh, Northwestern here and take the points. Uh, but, again, I, it's my own personal rule. If you're going to give me that many points, I'm going to take it. And the same goes for Ohio State Rutgers where I know there should be 54 points better, but if you're getting off the bus up 54 nothing, I'm going to take that and take my chances. 
Are you really? Uh, yeah, I'm going the other way. I'm, I'm taking the Buckeyes. I think they're going to roll, even though it's 54 points. Uh, I'm not betting this game, but uh, if I'm going to pick it. Yeah, don't. Yeah, I, no, no, no chance. 54, I can't. I can't legally bet it in New Jersey uh, anyways there, Pete. But uh, I, I would not take that. 54 points, way too much. But but if you want my opinion, I think the Buckeyes cover that game. And it's funny, though, we're talking about Northwestern being a 41-point favorite against any team in FBS. It's crazy. But the UMass Minutemen of that bad that's why it's just an interesting game on the board to see a one in nine football team against a one in eight football team and the one in eight football team favored by 41 points is that much of a difference between those two squads uh, amazing so a fun game to, to watch though and just to to monitor and, and but you're not going to play it i i totally understand that all right pete uh, I want to get your thoughts. Auburn, Georgia, the, the Bulldogs uh, going uh, on the plains. Uh, they're going to take on of the Tigers there, uh, three-point favorites, Georgia in this one, 41, your total. What's your lean in this game? Do you like it? Uh, no, stay away. It's just, it's too coin flippy, but Georgia's better. So if you're going to go away, go with Georgia. It's not that many points to give away. They do a lot of the same things, except Georgia does it better. The thing about Georgia is they're just not sexy. It's, they, they're not winging the ball over the yard like Alabama and LSU are. They don't have a big-time passing game. The receiving core kind of stings, but they just grind it out. Uh, and they just seem to find ways to win, excuse me, because their defense is so good. They have the best lines in college football. And so they should yeah. be able to be a little bit better on the lines in Auburn. And at the end of the day, you're going Jake Fromm over Bo Nix. Bo Nix, in the three big games he's played against so far, uh, he's gone against LSU, he's gone against Florida, and he's gone against Oregon. He has yet to hit 42% of his passes in any of those three games. I'm taking him, George, in this one. Talking with Pete Futek, collegefootballnews.com, right here on At The Window on the SportsGrid TV network. I am Sean Guasamaki, Week 12, college football. Pete, I, I flip-flopped on this game uh, from earlier in the week. Minnesota at Iowa uh, on the road. They're the favorites now. I mean, they're not the favorites in the game, but the pressure on the Golden Gophers to win this football game, continue that undefeated season, try to get to a college football uh, playoff, even though that's uh, far-fetched. They're in it. They have a, a possibility to, and a road to get there. Iowa, though, I, I don't believe in this team. All the big games they played this year, despite the, the win against Iowa State, Michigan, Penn State, they flopped. Minnesota might be something to this magical season, the way they played against Penn State last week at home. Great wide receivers, as you know, Good running game as well. They could put up some points. I'm going with the Gophers on the money line, plus 135. They're uh, underdogs by three on the road, 44 and a half your total. What's your play in this game, Pete? And they don't actually, yeah, they don't actually need this game. I mean, they can, as long they're going to beat Northwestern next week. And so yeah. as long as they split between Iowa and Wisconsin, they're in the Big Ten Championship. And if they beat Ohio State, they're in the college football playoffs. So there is a buffer there for them. That's what the Penn State win affords them. Uh, and now, you're right, the, the receiving core is good. Tanner Morgan, by the way, yeah. is, nobody knows who he is. No. <laughs> He's only the fourth most efficient passer in college football. I mean, they're the one-name guys. There's Tua, there's Jalen, there's Joe, and there's Tanner Morgan, <laughs> is one of the top five passers in college football. He went 18 of 20 against that Penn State defense. And it wasn't just dinks and dunks. He was bombing away uh, with Rashad Bateman and uh, that group, and they just he's just been doing an amazing job so far. Iowa doesn't win close games. Minnesota does. Uh, I, I like Minnesota in this. I just kind of think they are better, and Iowa just, you know, they just don't have enough offensive pop, but 
as all my Iowa people keep telling me, this is the type of game that Iowa traditionally comes up with. They, they, have a media, they have a good season. They have one signature win. They go off to some New Year's Day bowl game and beat some random SEC team. That's kind of what this Iowa team is built <laughs> for. Uh, but I like Minnesota in this. I, just, I, I do think that they're a little bit underappreciated at this point. At the very least, I'll say this. They're going to beat either Iowa or Wisconsin. They are going to get to the Big Ten Championship. Pete, uh, my uh, co-host here, Drew Morton, who was on yesterday, he gave his best bet. Uh, he likes Ole Miss plus the points, the 21 and a half points against uh, Joe Burrow and the LSU Tigers. Uh, really gutsy call there. He thinks, uh, you know, this Ole Miss team, uh, not going to win the game, but give him the 21 and a half points. Do you like that? Are you with Drew here? What's your play with LSU Ole Miss? <laughs> It's not crazy, except for the fact that the Ole Miss secondary is the worst in the SEC. So if you let you, if I don't think there's a letdown thing happening here by any stretch. So if that's the reasoning, no. Uh, but if you like the idea of uh, LSU getting a having to hit a curveball, the Rich Rich Rodriguez is uh, the offensive coordinator there at Ole Miss, and that running game is sort of working. It's John Reese Plumlee's this freshman quarterback who can't throw a lick but he runs for 100 yards a game. And they have that kind of West, old-school West Virginia and Arizona offense that on the right day can kind of go off. But the problem is that secondary is going to get destroyed. If you thought uh, Joe Burrow throwing like he did against Alabama's secondary was fun, he's going to take target practice against this thing. He's going to throw for 400 yards without even blinking about it. So uh, my, my way of saying I kind of get it, but no, I, I, I'm going to go with the team that's going to throw and score 45 points. Yeah, I'm with you on that one as well. Plus, Joe Burrow playing for a Heisman um, trophy. So I think he'll put up the, the, the stats uh, to do that, and I think they'll, they'll score a lot of points, the Tigers, as they have uh, all season long. All right, Texas, Iowa State. Tough, tough loss for Iowa State against Oklahoma. They had it. I mean, they came back in the in the fourth quarter on on the Sooners and went for the two point to end the win. I agree with that. By the way, lost by one point this week at home. Matt Campbell's bunch against Texas and Sam Ellinger, the uh, Cyclone seven point favorites in this game. How do you see this one shaking out there, Pete? Well, the problem is you're giving you're getting points with Texas, and I know they've been flaky, and I know Iowa State's been pretty good, and. You know, Brock Purdy's been fantastic, and this offense has been bombing away. Uh, yeah, Pete. But not that bad. They're not bad enough to. Oh, I think Pete's breaking up there. All right. Well, all right. We lost Pete. All right. No worries. No worries. Uh, I agree with him there, by the way. Uh, they're not that bad. Texas and uh, Iowa State uh, should be. An interesting one. Texas is getting seven points. I think Iowa State's a little overrated. Uh, all right, um, despite uh, that, uh, you know, spirited effort against the Sooners last week, losing by just one point. Uh, I, I like Texas. Give me the seven points with the Texas Longhorns. All right, thank you to Pete Futak. He, he joins us each and every week right here on the Sports Grid TV Network on at the window. Yeah, you can read his stuff, collegefootballnews.com. Does a great job. Uh, always like his thoughts on that one. Wanted to ask him uh, about the college football rankings. Didn't get to that. That was going to be the, the last question. Only had a couple more minutes uh, regardless, but we'll talk about it a little bit. Right now, Georgia's fourth. It doesn't really make a difference because, look, Georgia, if, if they win out, they play Auburn, they win out, they're going to play in the SEC title game against LSU. Um and that, so that should be, um, they have it all in front of them as well. But uh, Auburn's a tough game. They, they have a 
Great defense, the Auburn Tigers. It's on the road. Jake Fromm played well in his last big game, okay? Lights out, actually. I don't trust him. I don't trust Jake Fromm. I don't, I don't like him. Against a good defense, uh, I, I'm going with the Tigers in this game. Uh, give me the points. Give, uh, give me the Tigers uh, against the, the Bulldogs. And that should clear up a spot for Alabama, which they're number five right now with the one loss to move up in the rankings. I do feel... Oregon, Utah, the winner of the Pac-12 deserves a spot over the one-loss Alabama Crimson Tide despite what Alabama might do the rest of the year. Now, there's an SEC bias in the media. There, there certainly is. Their teams are always overranked in the preseason, which leads to them being ranked higher uh, during the year because it's like, oh, uh, look at this, SEC, so brutal. You have six ranked 25, top 25 teams, but it's a little misleading because they don't all play against one another. We discussed it yesterday with Drew Morton how each uh, conference, they have that one crossover rivalry game. So if you're in the East and you're um, a team like the Georgia Bulldogs, you don't play. All the top dogs in in the no, no pun intended there in in the uh, Western Division, right? It's it you don't play the the Alabamas every year. You don't play the LSU's every year. You don't you don't uh, you don't play the tougher opponents because the West year in year out is the tougher division of the two, and so it's a little misleading there. But it's like that in the Big Ten nowadays. But the Big Ten plays nine conference games, so they try to alleviate that a little bit. Whereas the SEC just still eight. Conference games, they need to do the right thing. Follow Nick Saban's lead. Play nine conference football games. That'll help out things uh, a little bit. But uh, don't want to see two SEC teams. Don't think Alabama's deserving. They lost their one game to LSU decisively, despite the five-point lo- uh, loss. That that game was LSU all the way. Gave up 46 points at home. They don't deserve to be in the college football playoff. I don't care what if they roll Auburn by three touchdowns. Okay? Then you have the whole... Georgia LSU, what do you do with those two teams? And uh, that's a discussion for another time because that is all the time we have for today's At the Window. Up next, game time decisions. Gabe Morenzi live from Montreal with Cam Stewart. They are next. Get you updated on everything on the slate in the sports world. That'll do it for me. I'll see you next week. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I broke the window again. Here's what you missed on At the Window. We begin, I don't know, there was a little event last night in uh, pro football that I think most people want to hear about and talk about. And uh, the NFL has ruled Miles Garrett suspended indefinitely, at least for the final six games of the regular season this year, including the postseason, if the Cleveland Browns are fortunate enough to make it to uh, the postseason in the NFL. They are now 4-6 and six after a 21-7 win over the red-hot Pittsburgh Steelers. They dropped to 5-5 five and five on the year, but no one wants to talk about that. No one cares about the game, which was impressive from the Cleveland Browns' point of view. Because, well, Mason Rudolph, four interceptions. Uh, you know, I guess how impressive was that? He stinks. Not playing well. For the Steelers, but no one's talking about that because Miles Garrett did the unthinkable. And last night, did not watch the game, but I, I was on the under forty-one and a half. The total there uh, came in, uh, and a lot of Joe Public was on. The Steelers went the Browns' way, so congratulations to the people who won that uh, game last night. The Steelers were uh, there uh, three points, uh, so uh, they wind up losing by two touchdowns. The Steelers, so congratulations to people who were on the Browns, but. Talking about the incident, the altercation, the fight that broke up, uh, bro- bro- broke out, the brawl with eight seconds left in the game. You guys saw it, right? Miles Garrett hits Mason Rudolph. Go, they go to the ground, get into a little scuffle. Mason Rudolph tries to take Miles Garrett's helmet off, unsuccessful. Then Miles uh, gets uh, Mason Rudolph's helmet, yanks it off his head, takes it, uses it as a weapon, and tries to just annihilate Mason Rudolph with it, chopping down with with heavy force, hits Mason Rudolph in the head, but it wasn't with enough force. And luckily, thank God, because we would be, we would be talking about something totally different today. And he would definitely would have been arrested had he connected with force. He did connect, but not with enough force to do damage. And the NFL ruled properly in, in the indefinite suspension for Miles Garrett. I thought eight games would be enough. I wanted I wanted the NFL to send a message, and we don't know yet. It's just six games right now. It could lead to more. Uh, but as of right now, it's six games, the final six games of the regular season. But I've never seen anything like that. And, and you, you watch people who have played the game for longer than I've been watching the game. They haven't seen anything like that in a live game in the National Football League. A player taking a, a helmet and trying to uh, use it as a weapon and so, rightfully, Marquise Pouncey, who the NFL suspended for three games, went ballistic, went after Garrett, tried to stomp him out on the ground, was throwing punches, which isn't wise because Garrett had a helmet on, right? How much damage are you going to do? 